0: we need a little christmas right this very minute it's here it's here merry christmas week my friends first of all i hope everybody is staying safe and well i know it's a really busy travel week for people and guess what to make it a little bit brighter we're going to be releasing some bonus episodes for y'all to enjoy as you're driving home for the holidays while well, we have some really incredible guests coming your way, right now I'm here with quite the festive episode for you. As today's guest is Broadway performer and former Radio City Rockette, Afra Hines. On Broadway, Afra was most recently seen in the musical Hades Town, where she understudied the role of Persephone. Afra is a veteran performer with eight Broadway credits to her name. Some of her favorites include Summer the Donna Summer Musical, Motown, and the original Broadway companies of In the Heights with Lin-Manuel Miranda, Shuffle Along with Audra McDonald, Brian Stokes Mitchell, Billy Porter and Joshua Henry, and Ghost the Musical. She also spent a year on the first national tour of Hamilton. Additionally, Afra was a Radio City rock cat for seven years, which we totally get into because this is a Christmas-themed episode. <laughs> On screen, you can see Afra in the FX miniseries Fossi Verden. Not gonna lie, just went down a rabbit hole to see how to correctly pronounce Verden. Is it Verden? I don't know. I promise I am a theater person though. Oh she can also be seen in Amazon's Mozart in the jungle. And most recently, Afra was lighting up the screen in NBC's Annie Live! Before we play our interview together, I want to let you know that the tables were turned recently, and I sat in the guest chair for a wonderful interview with the publication Film Forums. If you head to film-forums.com, you could see our conversation, which centers on the Art of Kindness podcast, acting advice, and much more. Thank you to Rich and everyone at Film Forums for having me. Now, without further ado, please welcome the amazing Afra Hines. hi (laughs)
1: hi Robert
0: how are you
1: I'm good how are you
0: I'm good you look so nice and cozy I like your white sweater
1: oh thank you yeah it's one of my faves
0: it's so nice thank you for taking the time today it means a lot
1: yeah I'm really excited I was just like looking you up and I was like wait I know this person I've seen your um your really funny Instagram posts and stuff oh really yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're so weird
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah I just have fun I feel like I don't know about you but with the shutdown I just started to do TikToks and try and stay creative in these random ways and yeah. I can't stop I think I'm addicted yeah. I don't know
1: they're great they're, they really capture us all
0: <laughs> oh thank you thank you so much well I am pumped to talk to you today like I said and I really appreciate because you have a show tonight right
1: no I'm not in a show right now oh you're so not in Hadestown I, no I left Town in late October. So I took a leave of absence and I was gonna go back. And then I decided it was a good time to step away. So here I am.
0: <laughs> that makes sense because you're a new mom now too, right?
1: Um, yeah, I um, I had my daughter in June of 2020, like right smack dab in the middle of the pandemic. Wow. And it was like curfews and it was, yeah, it was a crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, welcome to the world. Good thing you uh-huh. won't remember any of this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, congratulations on your daughter and also on Annie Live, which was such an amazing feat. I'm such a huge fan of the live musicals and I'm never, yeah. you know, it never ceases to amaze me how these things come together. Yeah. How do you feel now that that's kind of behind you? It's been a couple of weeks, right?
1: Yeah, I think yeah, I think it has been just a couple of weeks, but um it was a whirlwind, super exciting, super fun, different than anything I've done before. Um but I've watched a lot of the lives. Um, so it was really fun to like finally get to do one. And the team was incredible. The cast was also, I remember like being in one of the early rehearsals being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm in this group of people. Like everybody, there was no weak uh, week link. Every single person was incredible. So that was really inspiring. And it's just totally different musicals for TV. It's kind of a weird thing, but um, but it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like to be on
0: Broadway and in a big musical is its own, you know, special skill set, but then to mesh it with sort of a movie musical that also has the live element must be crazy because you're not playing in the back of the house, but it's still a big musical and there's cameras kind of in your face, so you got to like keep it very grounded, but then you're doing these big dance moves.
1: It kind of felt like tech rehearsal because we, would, we rehearsed for a long time and we like got it you know all polished up and then the cameras arrived and it was like okay this angle actually that um pirouette doesn't look so great so we're going to just switch it so it felt like like an attack where you change something in the afternoon and then you're performing it that night it felt kind of like that um and also there were so many cameras that was the other crazy thing there was like eight huge cameras and so anytime you have to cross around you're like running behind or underneath, it, can't, it was wild, but really fun. And I'm so like the whole team, I can't speak out <laughs> yeah,
0: it. Yeah. that's fun. like double choreo because you have your regular choreo and then you got to choreograph it around the cameras, which must be insane. Like
1: you're saying, I can't even imagine. Well, and they only have like two days to get their blocking in. So wow. we've been rehearsing for weeks without them Um, And so we get sort of used to our travel, but then all of a sudden there's this giant rig in front of you and you have to figure out how to get to the other side in like a few (laughs) seconds. You're like, wait a minute, you weren't there yesterday. (laughs) Excuse Um, me.
0: So Uh do you guys, you know, have everything planned and then they come in and sort of put the camera movements around that? I mean, I'm sure the director is thinking, oh, a pose right here would be great. But is is that just kind of how it comes together?
1: Well, so we had the director, at rehearsals like watching and sort of he would walk around with his cell phone and sort of like plan the shots and that was really cool to yeah. see that process and then once we got in the space like on the sound stage he was there again with his camera and he had like one other person um because then there's stairs and things He's, so he has someone like sort of like walking with him and then the next time we see them they're all like these giant robots like huge <laughs> cameras and like like one of those um what do they call them
0: <laughs> that like the a... camera that extends. Oh, like a crane.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, like a crane, all these huge pieces that before we just were like one had a body sort of walking around, but you can't <laughs> imagine like the, you know, the mass <laughs> of them <laughs> that's coming. It's crazy, but it's really And in your head,
0: you're thinking, I got to ignore them. The cameras aren't actually here. Don't
1: look, don't look, don't look. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Well, I I went back and I watched clips of you shining bright throughout the show, but in (laughs) You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile, I feel like was a standout. And then your tap number in the NYC portion was a true standout. That was incredible. You were so graceful and it seemed like... (laughs) You and the ensemble just really had such a wonderful chemistry, I felt like, as you're moving yeah. through all these different characters and scenes. Yeah. So congratulations again.
1: Thank you so much.
0: When you get compliments like that, I'm really interested in compliments and the arts for some reason. So I always like to start mm-hmm. out asking, how are you at taking compliments and receiving them?
1: Um, that's such a good question. I feel like it depends, honestly, on how I feel about what they're complimenting (laughs) so like whether or not i believe them like do i think i did a good job and therefore can i receive what they're saying or if i feel like i was not great it's hard to accept compliments Mm. um yeah i wish i was a little bit better at it honestly
0: Well, I think that's healthy because it seems like you're judging yourself in a healthy way. I mean, we all judge ourselves, which can make it hard to receive that love. But at the end of the day, when you are an actor or a performer, you want to go out and have people say, that was amazing. And you sort of duck by, you know, the stage door or whatever and meet these people. So it is really weird when we get compliments that then we kind of shy away from it. It's just, I find it so strange. And then, you know, you're like, oh, I love that sweater. And it's easy because you didn't make the sweater. So you're thinking, yes, I know, (laughs) it's really cozy. Yeah but it is, it is really strange. Well, obviously we're here today to talk about kindness specifically within the arts. So just to start out on our journey together, I would love to know what does kindness mean to you?
1: I think kindness is just allowing space for people to be their authentic selves or, or encouraging, not encouraging, um, being with someone as they are finding themselves or mirroring back To them how they want to see themselves (laughs) yeah or being curious about someone that's also kindness i think yeah
0: yeah i think that's beautiful (laughs) and being curious i feel like being curious is pretty underrated but it's kind of the point of life i mean if you're not interested and you don't want to keep learning what are you doing yeah you're just Mm -hmm. sitting on the couch which is also great honestly so i don't know what i'm talking about but i think (laughs) (laughs) that's a beautiful definition so Mm -hmm. looking back at your career it was really interesting and i know you've talked about this quite a bit growing up i know you started dancing and then doing gymnastics at a young age but you weren't really bitten by the theater bug until i think you saw wicked right
1: that's right yeah i um so I'm originally from Florida, Miami, Florida. And so I didn't see a lot of theater. I saw um, I would watch a lot of PBS. So I saw like operas and things like that, but I don't. I, and my mom was good about taking me to see sort of like concert theater. But I, I didn't see like musicals until I was in high school in New York City. And saw Wicked, and I was just like, "What is that? It's amazing."
0: <laughs> was that the the OG cast, Kristen and Adina, or you might not remember?
1: Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it might have been like they had been running for maybe like two years at that point.
0: Mm. Yeah. Not that it even matters, because everyone you know that steps into that show is incredible. But yeah. I just think there's something, and you've you've had the opportunity to do that, right? Be a part of an original Broadway production. Yeah there's something to that that's just so special.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: So as you're realizing, okay, this is maybe something I would want to do. Do you remember any acts of kindness that stand out along the way with people helping you as you're beginning your journey with dancing and performing?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I had a bunch of really um, amazing teachers who could see how much I loved it and were encouraging in that way. Um, It's hard. I, you know, I, I started dancing when I was, you yeah, know like three, so it's hard to wow, <laughs> the very well, if you call it dance it's, it was like I think they called it creative movement, <laughs> um. <laughs> but that's special that your
0: parents let you do that because I feel like sometimes when we're starting out moving our bodies in weird ways, mm-hmm. people can be like, "Hey, calm down, sit down,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, no my my parents were uh super supportive for sure, I definitely would not be here without them encouraging me, so.
0: Hmm. And now you're in such a special position, because now that you're a mom, are you, you know, looking back and seeing your parents through new eyes? And I'm sure there's different things about kindness coming up, which I, I think kindness is love, not to keep saying the buzzword. I feel like everyone's taking a <laughs> shot every time I say kindness.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, definitely. It's um, parenthood is a crazy ride. And it's sort of like, it's like trying to imagine what it's like on Mars. Like, you've heard, you've seen photos, but you don't, <laughs> you can't know. And that's how I feel about being a mom. It's like a whole nother planet (laughs) that I did not know. Um, It's wonderful. Um, But yeah, it definitely is making me look at my childhood and my parents in, you know, a new way. And just the, I was thinking this the other day, I was carrying my daughter somewhere and my foot was hurting so much. And so I was sort of like limping along (sighs) carrying her (laughs) and I was like, she doesn't know. She has no idea the sort of things that I'm doing because I love her so much. And then I was like, oh yeah, and your mom, my mom did things like this for me, like in ways that Mm -hmm. we'll never even know. We have no idea, but they, I don't know, it just hit me specifically that I was limping. (laughs)
0: Wow, were you limping just because of all the dancing and the movement in your body from any Live, I guess, was your last thing?
1: Yeah, I've been having some um, like joint pain so I'm not really sure what, what it is, if it's just overuse or if it's like something coming for me, I don't know. <laughs> show me your foot, let's let's figure it out. No, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. But it, but it was just a particularly um, rough day. So, but it's, mm. it's I'm doing better today. <laughs> how, how do you like take care of yourself? I guess when you're in a show
0: too, as a dancer, I think I am in awe of dancers. I mean, I would call myself a mover, maybe a strong mover, I don't know. But people that can dance and use their whole body when they're performing, I think it's such an amazing skill set. So in those quiet moments when you're in your dressing room or you're resting between you pick up another Broadway show, are there certain things you do to take care of your body?
1: Yeah, well, so right now I'm in a break. Um, I have from now until, I think I start work again in early February. So I'm really excited and I've been going to class almost every day. Like it feels so nice to have the time and space to like go back to doing just the things that I love, you know, like I I wanted to be a performer, um, but I like when I got back into the studio recently, I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I need this space. It's a place where I feel the most comfortable. It's crazy. And I don't feel that anywhere else in my life. So I think that's really important. It's part of like a self-care thing It's like finding that, that thing that feels like breathing to you or feels like therapy or, you know, whatever mm. it is, finding that. And it's not just good for your body, but good for your like heart and soul and everything.
0: Yeah. That's so well said. I, I think it's hard sometimes too, because You follow your passion and your dream and people are saying you got to put everything into it. Unlike other careers, to be an artist, you have to, it has to be your whole life and you have to put yourself into it. And then all these little business things get into your head and can get in the way and and make you maybe self-conscious and overthink things. So it's hard to stay back. And I think that's really cool that you get to take these breaks and go back to your center of why you really love doing it. Do you think now that you have a, a daughter and you're a mom and that's like a whole new dream? It takes a little bit of pressure off of the performance end. Although you're killing it. So, I mean, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Yes and no. Like, yes, when I'm home, I definitely feel a separation of work and home that I never used to. It used to be like work all the time, always in my brain, always like, just like the main thing in my life. And I still feel the same like drive and um, desire to be um, good at what I'm doing. But when I'm home, it's like I'm able to like put it down in a way that I wasn't able to before. And so that's really nice. And also, you just don't have as much time (laughs) to like ruminate on things. You have like a million other things to think about. Um, So that's been that's been good.
0: Yeah. Cause you mentioned motherhood is almost like trying to imagine living on Mars. And I feel mm-hmm. like in a lot of ways, maybe people starting out being on Broadway could be a little bit of a similar journey. I think you're eased yeah. into it once you've been auditioning for a while and, yeah. and working regionally. And then maybe, you know, you work your way. But now that you've done eight Broadway shows, correct? Mm-hmm. Is it eight?
1: Yeah, I think yeah,
0: eight. <laughs> okay, I did count, it's fine. But you know, I'm in the theater, so I don't know if I can really count. So, you've (laughs) (laughs) not a dancer. So, you've been in the ensemble, you've been a swing, you've covered roles. Have you found one job to be particularly more challenging than the other, or does it depend on the project?
1: I I guess there's different, um, they can be challenging in different ways. So, like, some can be really challenging physically, just like the amount of uh, energy needed to, to get through them. And then some can be challenging more emotionally or i've had you know different workspaces behind like backstage can be challenging depending on a lot of things um so yeah it'd be hard to say if there was like one
0: Yeah. I'm laughing because that's an eloquent way to put it, depending on a lot of things
1: backstage. (laughs) Or not eloquent way to put it.
0: (laughs) No, I think you put it nicely. You didn't didn't go too far there. But it it is, I I always find, you know, we're living our dream. And and if you get to work, it's such a privilege that to have people that maybe make these experiences a little bit more difficult than they have to be is such a sad thing, which is why I want to have these conversations, Mm -hmm. I guess, as a swing specifically. I've been a swing and it, was one of the hardest things i've ever done you know having all those tracks in your head and then really the first time you get to do it is if you get to go on Mm -hmm. with those instances because i feel like the cast has to really lift you up because they've done the show do you have any stories you can share about that because i think that's a big kindness thing
1: yes i um i'm thinking about when i was doing um summer the donna summer musical and i had to go on as disco donna and i think. I don't know if we were still in previews or we just opened, but like, it was early. Ariana rolled her ankle. And so I had to go on very underprepared. And I was just so nervous. Like, I think I was probably like physically shaking. And they called like an emergency put in because I had never never had rehearsal with the cast. So we had to do it. And I think it was like on a Wednesday morning. So people were pissed. So the (sighs) energy was very just like, not good <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: um,
1: <laughs> and there was a couple of people who i really felt the kindness and support and like i i could feel them like yeah no one wanted to be there that morning for this emergency put-in but i could feel them like being there for me and it was so nice and it's it doesn't take a lot you know i i it, it made me think about how i'm lifting other people up in situations like that and a lot of times we can think good things about the person or like wish wishing them well or even being supportive in like our our energy but like it takes so little to like step one step further um and reach out a little bit more to make them feel loved and supported and capable and you know such as it's such a scary thing swinging understudying it's like yeah
0: Oh yeah. yeah, it's nuts. I was mm-hmm. a swing at a really great regional theater that's close to the city. I won't say the name. I don't know why cuz it was it was fine, <laughs> but it was spelling bee and there was only a male and a female swing and we each had to know every single track and we got one rehearsal and it was like a weird multiple personality show where we just went through the show, you know, running around and yep. i just remember the artistic director and people walking back and forth and kind of watching us and i was so nervous and scared but yep. afterwards the cast said you know we're here for you if you need new videos or you need to talk to me mm-hmm. and it really does just change everything so i think yeah. it's it's awesome that you brought up the fact too that it's not big things it doesn't take much you just need to do yeah. really little things for people and that's yeah. kindness
1: yeah i had um in that cast i had um one friend brought me tea which doesn't sound like a big thing, but it was so nice. She like came to my dressing room with tea and like gave me some encouragement. That was just so nice. And I had another friend who like, while this like tornado of chaos <laughs> was going, she's like, wait, let me take a photo in your costume. Like she oh. thought, like, let me get this for you. And it was just so sweet. Yeah, Wonderful. that is
0: so sweet. And tea really helps, especially if it's the tea with the little inspiring message on the
1: paper. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I needed that,
0: I needed that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so since it's Christmas time, I know it's been a while, but I would love to just pick your brain about being a Rockette because yeah, it's iconic and it yeah. is the season. Okay. So where does being a Rockette, I guess, first of all, fall within your Broadway career? Was that toward the beginning?
1: It was toward the beginning. So I was actually a Rockette for seven years, so or seven seasons, which in, wow it was seven years <laughs> at that time. Um, <laughs> um, So I, I had... Sorry, I'm trying to think. My first year was 2004. So I was a Rockette and then I got my Broadway show and then I sort of like went back and forth between Broadway shows and Radio City Rockette on the Christmas season. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, For example, I was doing In the Heights on Broadway Mm. and they let me take a leave of absence to go do the Christmas Spectacular, which was so lovely of them to do, but I overlapped rehearsals for the Christmas show with In the Heights at Night. And that was so hard. And also hard because uh, I didn't have a day off because the day off at the theater was Monday and the day off at rehearsal was Sunday. So it was just like, it was-
0: Were you sleeping? I feel like I'd be so filled with adrenaline.
1: You know what was crazy was I, the physical part, I was young and I loved both things enough that the physical part was exhausting, but it wasn't terrible. Mm. Um, I would, I would get to the theater and ice my feet while I was like doing my makeup, <laughs> but, the, but the harder thing was, uh, emotionally and just being like mentally tired. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And did you want to do that because you loved being a cat? Cause you're already in, in um, the Heights.
1: I no. I loved being a Rockette. Um, it was, it was being a Rockette. is like my first long time, like real you know, three month long gig. Um, and I felt like it taught me so much about being a professional and, and, um, how to like get through a season like that because they do so many shows a week. It's crazy. Um, so just like learning stamina and being in a, a group of women was really inspiring and like the preciseness and hitting your marks and knowing you're blocking and like it's it was a great, great first job for me. So that's why I continue to go back year after year. Um, yeah. And even now, every Christmas season, I'm like, oh, like, I don't need <laughs> it. Like, should I, should I maybe see if I can go back? I don't know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You could just whip it out at the family Christmas party, start
1: <laughs> yeah. doing some
0: kicks in the corner. I feel like uh, there is such a prestige to being a cat, and whenever I've seen interviews with them or just, you know, even the way you guys stand and have performed at the Thanksgiving Day Parade or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's almost like, not politicians, I don't know how to describe it, there's oh, such a mm-hmm. grace in the in the way it's, it's almost like you're a representation of Christmas.
1: Yeah, and like, New York it feels like, it's yes, like classic New York City.
0: Do they talk mm-hmm. to you guys about that and how you're supposed to present yourselves? We,
1: yeah i mean i don't know it's been years since i've worked there but when i was there we would have a media training day Mm -hmm. where we would do like mock interviews and um you you know they have talking points and you know like any show has talking points that they want to get um across the potential audience members um so that was really cool too to get that training for free because it's something you would not get anywhere else i don't think
0: no that's awesome Mm -hmm. Do you think there's anything surprising about being a Rockette that people wouldn't necessarily think, you know, when they're they're watching the show? I guess a better way to phrase that would be, what's the most surprising thing about being (laughs) a Radio City Rockette?
1: (laughs) Um, I think people are often surprised that we do so many shows in a week. Or the other thing, people always ask me, like, do we wear different size heels to make everyone look the same height and Mm no, everyone's wearing the same size heel? no, there's 80 rockets. That's sometimes surprising to people because, yeah, that's a lot. because there's no day off. There's two casts. There's 36 in the line plus four swings times two.
0: It's such a special show. <laughs> you know, when I worked at 30 rockets right there, and I used to go out mm-hmm. and if if I was lucky and I timed it right, I would see them loading in the live animals oh yeah (laughs) what's what is that like working with them
1: they're a little bit smelly (laughs) okay
0: wow all right but
1: um but no i loved it and they would um the camels would be like right in there's a little um i don't know what it used to be maybe like a quick change closet or something not closet Mm. it's a room obviously because they're camels but it's (laughs) it's quite close to the stage so we would like see them as we're going in and out and that was always fun for me and I always wish, so there's the, the nativity scene at the end, yeah. and some people get to hold animals. I always wish that I would be one of them, but I, but I never got to hold an animal.
0: Never in the seven years?
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking maybe you do have to go back then, just for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just one night, you know, give me yeah. a goat.
1: <laughs> yes, please. <laughs>
0: That's so cool and such a unique thing. But, you know, with the raquettes and with all the ensemble work you've done, I feel like it really requires people to be, in sync and on the same page, otherwise things would go terribly wrong. So mm-hmm. throughout your career, have you noticed anything that makes a really great ensemble compared to, I guess, the shows where that vibe isn't there?
1: Yeah, I think um, it takes someone who's got an eye for detail. And, you know, I think, yes, some of, some of that is like a person's, What's the word I'm looking for, just their their personality, their like essence, but a lot yeah. of things it's just has has to do with someone showing you how to do it. Like I remember um, when I joined Wicked, they hired me first as a Universal Swing, and it was my Broadway debut, and I was 19, and I had no idea. Wait, that's what so that cool!
0: I didn't realize that was your Broadway debut, and that was the <laughs> show that made you want to do theater.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Okay, yeah, sorry. It was, yeah, it is. It's a fun story, but um, yeah. So I joined that cast as a Universal Swing, and I didn't like. Someone had told me what that meant, but I didn't know. It's again like another planet, right? So yeah. I got there and I had no idea what I was doing. And um it took a friend of mine, Lori she like took me under her wing and she was like, Okay, so you have to you have to write the tracks down. You have to how are you gonna remember them if you don't write them down? So she like showed <laughs> me how to make diagrams and write down the different tracks and um so that was incredibly kind of her to do. Yeah. Um but yeah, so things like that, that probably a lot of people can do, but it just takes someone sort of showing them. And I think a lot of times when you get into a Broadway show or Broadway company, there is not a ton of that going on where someone is like, oh, you're new. Let me show you how people sort of just assume that, that you're ready and that you know what's going on. When a lot of times, if it's your first thing, you, you have no way of knowing. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
0: a lot of people don't want to have these conversations everybody likes to pretend that they know what's going on but then mm-hmm. as soon as it's been maybe a couple of weeks and you have these whispers in the corner you realize we're on the same page everyone's like yeah. oh no i felt that way too <laughs> Yep,
1: yeah you know who's really good at that is um brian stokes mitchell oh he's yeah he's really great at um like welcoming new new broadway debuts we did shuffle along together and i, I think he bought like white orchids for all the debuts it was oh. so lovely it's just really sweet that's really sweet
0: mm-hmm. america we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights life liberty and the pursuit of happiness at grand canyon university we believe in equal opportunity and the american dream starts with purpose By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable, visit gcu.edu. Speaking of these luminaries that you've gotten to work with, you know, with Annie Live, we'll take Annie Live that we touched on before you were with Taraji P. Henson, Harry Connick Jr., Nicole Scherzinger, Megan Hilty. I mean, Titus, Burgess, the list goes on. So when you're working with these heavy hitters, I know you don't get starstruck. And I actually identify with that. I don't really either, depending on the person. I'm just awkward no matter what. So it doesn't really matter, honestly. (laughs) But did you learn anything working with these stars on this project that you think you'll carry with you?
1: Yes. I mean, every single one of them is incredible i was really blown away by uh nicole's work ethic Mm. like Mm. i i feel like i'm a hard worker um but to see someone who you think of as like a star who's sort of like maybe doesn't have to work so hard she was like drilling things over and over and over and i just that was really cool to see that it doesn't matter where you are in your career if you want to be the best you can be you have to Mm. be really working at it um so i was really inspired by that um harry connick jr is so charming like just so nice like would anytime he came into a room would like come say hello to every single person and that is Mm. just again like you don't expect a star to come over and and, like say hello or he would be walking past you and he just like put his fist out to give you a fist bump like just makes you feel like you're like friends and like you're like in with the, you know, it's just, it was really sweet. And the way, um, Titus is so funny and so brilliant and Megan too, they're just like incredible, Mm. but seeing the way that Titus would like talk with the tech people or the directors and sort of like just his way of communicating, Mm. um, and getting information and, and sharing what he needs, but in a just totally respectful way, that was really cool um yeah i mean everybody it was just so brilliant it was really a treat to see them all
0: yeah that's such a unique skill to be able to learn to vocalize what you need or I just, I guess, to identify it. And then as an actor, you know, to actually speak up and say that. I mean, I've done shows where you think, oh, the number one on the call sheet or the lead can maybe have these conversations, but it's not true because we're all working together and to be able to put it out there is hard. It's hard to ask for what you need.
1: Yeah, and also him doing it makes space for everyone to feel like they can, you know, like it's just showing. Um, But also I've seen it the other way where someone will, an actor a star maybe will have a request but it sort of like comes from this like tight like nervous or angry or you know that sort of energy and seeing the way titus was just like it was beautiful and that's what i hope for myself
0: (laughs) yeah i mean we're all just people we should be able to Mm -hmm. approach each other as you know Mm -hmm. people to people did you guys already start rehearsals with jane and then megan came in because i remember reading about that
1: Right. We had, so we hadn't had any, the cast, like the ensemble hadn't rehearsed with her. Um, I think she came in, they did a table read early on, but then she was filming something else for the first couple weeks. So she Mm -hmm. wasn't even in the building with us. Um, So I just saw her that one day that they did the table read. So I think they were like for the first couple weeks, the ensemble and the the principal cast were rehearsing pretty separately. They were working on their scenes and stuff. But yeah, it did seem, surprising. it felt last minute to us too. And Megan was so fantastic. Like the way she was able yeah. to just jump in like that. And she's a sweetheart as well. Super kind and friendly and funny. And
0: Oh, that's awesome. Are the rehearsals mm-hmm. similar to a Broadway show? You'd get everything in your body and then you work with the cameras or was there something that surprised you?
1: the thing that surprised me most was just the space like the way uh there's no front but it wasn't like being in the round it was like now you're facing this way and now you're fa- it, that was new to me but fun but also yeah. like a little bit confusing
0: <laughs> yeah i was and thinking of you guys like the cameras are running up the stairs in in the mansion and then i'm thinking oh my gosh it's all flipped and you can kind of see the audio, like yeah. that must be trippy
1: Yeah. And like sometimes doing scenes with our backs to the audience the whole time because the camera is now facing a different direction was strange. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was a cool experience.
0: Yeah. And you have that crowd and the energy from the crowd, which I always have missed when I've done TV film stuff. You don't really Mm -hmm. get that unless the crew, you know, maybe claps after laughs for some (laughs) reason. So I think that it's an awesome, awesome blend. Now it's time for a surprise game if you're down to play.
1: Oh, no, I'm scared.
0: <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't be okay, scared. Yes.
1: Okay. It's
0: called The Compliment Game. Okay. So basically, I reached out to someone in your life to get a quote about what they love about you. I'm oh. going to read you the quote, and then you just have to guess who it is.
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay.
0: And I actually got two for you.
1: Oh my goodness. One fun. literally just
0: came in an hour ago. So <laughs> we'll say, because people get <laughs> a little nervous when there's no rules. So we'll just say you get three guesses and then you can ask me only yes or no questions. And honestly. I don't know that much, so I don't know how okay. much help I'll be. But I think these, okay. are, these are pretty specific, so I think you'll okay. get them.
1: Oh no, okay. All right, no, you
0: got this. <laughs> Everyone's beautiful in their own way. It's the Compliment Game on the Okay. A-O-K. It's the
1: Compliment, Compliment,
0: compliment, compliment Game. Bump. Okay, so your first quote is, I have known Afra for over a decade and have always admired her for her endless talent She's a true triple threat that can't be stopped. I guess Uh, that could be a lot of people.
1: (laughs) That is so nice. Okay, Um, is it someone who I've worked with?
0: Yes. Okay,
1: oh my goodness. I have no idea, is it a male or a female?
0: Oh, okay. This is a male identifying person.
1: Okay, is it a choreographer? Yeah. Am I asking too many questions? No, you're not
0: at all, this is great. (laughs) I believe it is. Uh,
1: Okay, is it Dominique Kelly? no no um i'm trying to like i'm like who have i known over a decade? <laughs> i can also
0: give you a hint too if you feel. Yeah, give me a hint. i think i know the show you worked on together but that might give it away <laughs> <laughs> but i can say that if, if we're really stumped and i also might be wrong and i have some random notes written down here but you know my brain is a tornado of okay. mush. I don't
1: know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give up. You have to tell me.
0: Okay. I think it's the Donna Summer musical. Sergio? Yes, Sergio.
1: No. Oh, that's so nice. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes, oh, my Sergio Trujillo. Thank wow. you, Sergio. That is so nice.
0: Yeah, he emailed me back right away, which was <sighs> really sweet. He's incredible. Yeah,
1: I. I guess we have known each other for a long time. Wow, that's so sweet.
0: <laughs> oh, how is working with him? What has he taught you?
1: What I love about him is he <laughs> he wants you to be your best, and that's maybe not uncommon in a choreographer, but it's like this it's a great mix of trusting the person and like once he knows that you're a professional and can do the work, he trusts you in a way that I find really special but it's a mix of trust and also like, he'll work you hard. Like if he, yeah. um, and also the way it's making me think of the way he worked with Nicole, watching them work together, it was like tough love where he wasn't cutting her down at all, but he was being very like this, this hand, this finger, and she was like taking it and getting better every single time. Yeah, um, yeah he's, he's great and his energy and yeah, he's funny and yeah, he's really great. <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> that's, i'm so oh that's so sweet what a fun fun treat
0: oh i'm glad and that's yeah. an interesting point too because tough love is love i mean loves in the not that he was necessarily giving you tough love but sometimes when things aren't sugar-coated people it just depends what you're used to i guess but well, people can get yeah. really scared <laughs> but
1: like if he knows that you want to be your best he's yeah. just helping you be that best you know it's yeah. not like a a personal thing and and I find even more so if you are, if he can tell that you also are invested in it and you also want to get better, then it's like this cyclical thing where, you know, it's, it's not like trying to drag someone along, like you need to get better. It's more yeah. like we're doing this together. Like I'm the extra pair of eyes that you don't have and I can help, I know you want to be good. So let me help you be good. And in, this, in the other way, it's like his choreography is brilliant. Mm-hmm. But you being good helps his choreography. So it's like this really nice teamwork He's great.
0: Yeah, everyone's needed. Mm-hmm. That's such a pet peeve of mine. You know, I understand it. But when people get notes and then they have this big monologue back about why they did it a certain way or whatever it is, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, just please learn to take the note. And yeah. it comes from a place of love and wanting everybody to be their best, like you're saying. Yeah. All right, so you have another one. So I'm going to read you your yeah. second quote. It's a little bit longer.
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay, (laughs) Ah, okay. She's (laughs) blushing.
0: Yes, she can sing, dance, act and sketch is an amazing mom, wife, daughter, friend and castmate. But my favorite thing about Afra is hanging out with her. It's like being at a slumber party. She makes me laugh. And that's one of the best qualities in a human. She also cries when she sees really cute puppies. And that's pretty amazing. She's a loyal friend and I can't believe I get to call her my friend. Oh. I almost read the name that would have given it away.
1: <laughs> um okay. That is sweet. Now you've got me thinking of like summer. And I'm thinking Jenny LaRoche. Is Jenny?
0: Ooh, no. I didn't reach out to Jenny.
1: The sketch, that's what's getting me. I'm like, who? Yeah, I
0: think like there's some hints in here.
1: Yeah, we read it again. <laughs>
0: Sure. Yes, she can sing, dance, act, and sketch. Is an amazing mom, wife, daughter, friend, and castmate. But my favorite thing about Afra is hanging out with her. It's like being at a slumber party. She makes me laugh, and that's one of the best qualities in a human. She also cries when she sees really cute puppies, and that's pretty amazing. She's a loyal friend, and I can't believe I get to call her my friend.
1: Oh, is it is it Kimberly? Oh, Kimberly Garris? No. Oh, um, no, because I know that's who we have terrible. in yeah.
0: common. Nope, it's not. It's not any Kimberly, so I don't know why I even asked. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Kimberly, who?
1: Cutting me up the wrong tree. I know. <laughs> oh, man.
0: I know. I'd have to look. Okay, I can tell you that this was for me creeping. So I found this person because I went on your Instagram and you yeah. had, let me see if I can pull it up. I think you had a picture together. Oh, yeah, I found okay. the picture. Okay.
1: Is it Vasti? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's so sweet.
0: (laughs) Vasti Mompoint, that's a a cool name.
1: Yes, oh, Vasti, yeah, she's awesome. I love her.
0: Did you do a show with her?
1: We did Ghost together, and I feel like, oh, and Soul Doctor. Yeah, we've done two shows together.
0: Wow. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I love her. She's doing great things.
0: Yeah, now I'm gonna follow her because she seems amazing.
1: She's also really funny.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, she said you're funny too. So look at that. (laughs) I think it's crazy because we form such tight bonds with people and then maybe you don't see them for a couple years because you're both doing other shows.
1: Yeah. Well, she's out on the, I think she's still on the West Coast. She like moved to, um, she did like a network showcase
0: oh maybe like an abc
1: yeah Yeah. she was just here in the city too anyway oh that's awesome yeah she's great
0: yeah maybe i'll I'll get her on here she sounds awesome
1: yeah you should and sergio
0: oh yeah Yeah. and then maybe i'll tap you for a compliment yeah (laughs) (laughs) i like to play it when i can sometimes i can't get in touch with people but you know a creepy dm usually usually does a job. So (laughs) just to wrap things up, because you've already been so generous with your time, I would love if you could leave us with a tangible kindness or wellness tip that you think listeners can take and incorporate into their day.
1: Hmm. I would say, (laughs) I hope this is not too cheesy, but like a moment in the morning, like a five minute, 10 minute meditation and like, just be kind to yourself. Like give yourself Um, the space that the the kindness that you would give to someone else, give it to yourself in the morning, and then you are more able to be kind to others. I love
0: that. Nobody said that yet. (laughs) So that was awesome. And it's really true. It doesn't sound cheesy. I think everybody has this compulsion to pick up their phone right away when you wake up.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: it sets you up for not a great headspace, I'm finding. So I'm trying not to do that.
1: Comparing the first second you get up. Yeah
0: yeah, our brains aren't trained to take in that much information at once, especially when we're not awake. As my eye twitches, I'm like, oh, wow, I should shut my camera off. I'm not looking good. Anyway. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for your time and just for being you. And it's it's awesome to have you in the theater industry because you're someone I think people can look up to and, and really have a great role model. in. so it was awesome to get to chat with you.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me
0: of course everybody go check out afra and follow her at afra heinz everywhere right mm-hmm. all right, right perfect we'll keep keeping on happy holidays
1: happy holidays
0: <laughs> bye bye and now it's time for your kindness tip of the week All right, let's just take a deep breath, my friends. As I was editing Afra's episode this week, news broke that Radio City's Christmas Spectacular, with the Rockettes, of course, was canceling the rest of their performances due to the increasing challenges from the pandemic. In addition, you might have seen that a ton of Broadway shows and local theaters are shutting down once again. I know for me, this disheartening news drudges up the dread that I felt when the pandemic first started. Not that that dread ever went away, really. For lack of a better term, shit seems to be hitting the fan again, everybody. So for your kindness tip of the week, besides staying safe and making sure all your loved ones do, if you're in the position to, please consider supporting the arts. From Broadway to local theaters and art centers, these institutions are really struggling to stay afloat. Many times, their only saving grace is support from patrons of the arts. So how about you take a moment to go into your Google search engine and type in local theaters in whatever town you live in, go to their website, and find out how you can donate to them or help. Giving is kindness, and giving to the arts is truly so vital right now. I hope you and your loved ones are staying as safe and cozy as can be, May we all be merry, bright, and find a way to have a wonderful holiday week. As I mentioned in the intro, I will be back with some really fun bonus episodes for you all to enjoy this week. Definitely go check out what's going on on our social media pages at Art of Kindness Pod and at Rob Peter Paul. Hey! And please leave us a five-star rating if you can. I'll talk to you guys very soon. Until next time, remember, everything's gonna be A-OK.